0: ESPN 102.3, The Ticket FM. This is The Walkthrough. My name is Jeff Possis. With me, as usual, but not always. This not is Matt anymore. <laughs> Matt, welcome back. I'm back, yeah. We're going to get to it. We're, your time is coming. Let's get through some particulars here. Like I said, this is The Walkthrough, ESPN 102.3. You can, Online at theticket102.com and uh, on iTunes as well. Very excited about the show this week. As always, we have... Back this week Although maybe I should just say here this week Because Lindsay Varney was not able to make it last week We were all bummed Uh, She's a star She's here this week Finally getting the chance to uh, share her story She's awesome Can't wait to talk to her And then Skylar Callahan is in the building To talk to us about uh, big signing day yesterday I thought you were going to say Skylar Howard Hey, Skylar Howard is welcome on the show Yeah Skylar Howard uh, Anytime he wants to come on the walkthrough We'd love to uh, talk to him Anyway We'd love to talk to Scott Callahan as well. We're going to talk to him about recruiting. Uh, nice day for the Mountaineers yesterday. Big step forward for the program. We'll uh, be talking about that. And now, Matt, what's going on, dude? What
1: happened Not last much. week? Were you? What were you? I you, told you what happened. Don't play that. Uh, oh, I told the
0: people too, but I just want to give you your chance to tell the people yourself.
1: I had some kind of thing. Yeah, some kind, some of, kind thing, of bug thing. Some kind of Bug thing I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad that it you went away by fr- uh, went away by Saturday. Oh, so wow, that's a long few days. Yeah. Well, a few days.
0: Saturday, uh, by the way, was Jeffrey, my son. It was my son's first wrestling meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he fought hard. He did a nice job. Did not come away with the victory. But I tell that to tell this that uh, Coach Sammy Henson of your West Virginia Mountaineers, fresh off a huge defeat of number 25 Pittsburgh, and with Virginia Tech on deck tomorrow.
1: Wait, mean uh, oh. Just What's to say, that? Fresh off a huge victory. What did I say? Defeat. Might, uh, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh,
0: goodness. Fresh off a huge victory of the Pitt Panthers, the ranked Pitt Panthers. No more. Uh, no more. And then uh, tomorrow night has number 10 Virginia Tech. Um,
1: that's a big match. Yes. That's, that's huge.
0: Huge. So Coach Henson, finding out about my little boy and his wrestling team, sent some posters over. And Tony D'Angelo, thank you for your help, uh, sent over about 35 <laughs> autographed posters and gave them out to the little kids. They were absolutely overjoyed about it you got about 35 young mountaineers coming your way coach because uh they're all pumped so thank you for that but uh yeah matt that was uh i gotta say that was uh, the last time i watched it heavy was uh jake smith last year in the big 12 um finals championship yeah. tournament you know you know mm-hmm. that ended with a terrible injury mm-hmm. um and then before that was zeke moisey in the nationals getting Two all the way to ago. the finals right right Um, so, so you don't get a chance to watch these wrestling matches too often, but I'm going to rectify that situation because I watched that pit match as did you in two separate locations. Unfortunately, pretty much start to finish, um, actually missed Moisey's pin, but man, that was some great action. That is, that was fun spectating.
1: Yeah, and wrestling gets more fun to watch if you know what's going on. Right. Yeah. 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 So you got to kind of put the effort in, but it, it it is a a cool sport. I mean, it's you can tell when you're watching it how archaic it is. You know, yeah. it's like like there's nothing. You don't have to invent anything or have any implements. It's just two guys, right? And that's who when, can put the other guy yeah. on the ground and hold him there. Yeah, and I want to I mean, say, like you said, it's, it's it, it 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 helps the
0: more you know about it. I still don't know anything about it. But it is. It's basic. You kind of get the point. Okay, that's a takedown. You get points for that. That's a reversal. You get points for that. You know, it. It's because it's so ancient. It is. It's basic. It's standard stuff. It's you know, it's it's easily digested. Right. So uh, yeah. So that was awesome. So good luck to the Mountaineers tomorrow night against Virginia Tech. And mm-hmm. again, you can watch that on uh, on WVUSports.com. This is
1: not an ad. They don't pay us. <laughs> Maybe they should. Um, and that's really that's really cool that the coaches sent those posters. Oh, it's sure awesome. Those kids were. Uh thrilled. Yeah, for to sure. Get attention from a college team.
0: Yeah, you got to um yeah, it was it was great. I had I let my son give him out, so that, you know, that was fun for him. And uh yeah, it was wonderful. So, uh also big news this week, Will Greer and Dave Sills. David Sills coming fifth. back. Yes, the 5th. The 5th. Uh that's a lot of pressure to one have a son and two name him David, you know. Like you know what I mean, like that's tough. But uh, yeah, both coming back next year. Now we got a show left. This is, by the way, this is our penultimate show of the season. It's always a little bittersweet. You know, I I do like to get my office back. You know what I mean? Get all this this stuff out of here and get some. Your office is in our studio. My well, it's it's, well, right. Yes, right now it is. Right now it is. And then in the off season. Our studio is in my office, but it will be nice to get some walking space back in here and walk, uh, some space to walk through.
1: Oh, look at that. See? That's the stuff you guys are gonna miss when we're gone. That's what you missed last week, right? Yes.
0: Right, absolutely. That- I, I gotta
1: say, I listened to the show last week uh-huh. and I was impressed. I don't know how you were working the dials and doing the show at the same time. I was I, I kind of feel like I'm not needed anymore. <laughs> no, let me tell you. So I'll just tell- give me a call. <laughs> right, right,
0: right. I did not work the dials not one time i turned the machine on and hoped, i had it set to perfection yes. Yeah. yes i'm telling you i did not and then i sat and i um if i was in an interview i hit record whatever the point is i just did the thing straight through mm-hmm. and sent them hey you played the music i did it the wasn't music. as
1: good as the music i play but right
0: <laughs> i was oh that was hippocampus by the way folks i was so nervous to hit my points last week i didn't i never introduced our musical artist that was hippocampus um they're on tour right now i'm gonna see them in new york in brooklyn in february can't wait for that yeah they're pretty good uh, yeah they're just kidding um but uh yeah so that was it was fun you know what was more stressful than running um the the soundboard during the show last week was the finding guests that would actually oh come the, on. dude <laughs> that's funny. No, we always get guests that no we couldn't get this week nobody nobody from utah Wanted to come on and talk about Utah football. I asked a lot of people, Matt. A lot of people. I don't know if no one cares about Utah football. I don't know if they're scared to come into Mountaineer Country. You know what I mean? Well, I, I
1: would I would think that they're in the state of Utah. And yes, that's a fact. That has been established. Um, yeah, right. That's that's correct. It's a fact. I looked it up. Okay, Wikipedia. Okay. No, you can't. Draw they're not everything. from Utah, Tennessee. No, Utah, the state. Okay, so I'm pretty sure the biggest team there is BYU. Who's bigger, BYU or the Jazz? BYU. BYU, yeah. Even um, BYU basketball. Right. But anyway, yeah. I mean, point is, I don't think they really have that big of a fan base. And I think their fan base doesn't even know anything about them. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and, but honestly, and to be fair, I, this wasn't even the the
0: fans who we agreed Probably don't know nothing. Right. We've established that. Well, that's they also don't know nothing
1: because the a, media know
0: nothing. The media <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get anyone who writes about the damn team to come on the air and talk to us. So we're going to get to that. We're going to make some stuff up. We're going to make, you know, there's going to be inferences. Did you
1: ask Kyle Whittingham to come on? Yeah,
0: I did not. No, Kyle won't talk to me. Me and Kyle Whittingham, we have uh, uh, that thing that happened that one yeah, time. Yeah, right. Oh, because of what happened, yeah. you should you should have been the head coach. <laughs> yeah, right. Of that team. Um. But no, what was more stressful was the two periods w- at which, during which, I was asked to run the clock at the wrestling my son's wrestling tournament. Oh boy, dude, that was scary. I should have just said no, but you know, the, you should have they said, "Yeah, me. I don't know what I'm doing." I did, I told him I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm a quick learner. I said so. I said one true thing and one fake thing, and. And we got through it. We got through it. Okay.
1: All right. But yeah, but all right. Um so yeah, so anyway, speaking of Utah, what what is a Ute? I don't uh, I think it's actually an Indian tribe. Is I, it I shouldn't I shouldn't be so ignorant. Right. Yeah. Look, congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah. Um but no, did we did we
0: talk through <laughs> the Sills and, and Greer thing? Cuz that right. they got Sills and Soundtrack. Greer Jennings. And we'll get through uh, that that's what happened. Yeah, this is our last second to last show. On our last show next week we're going to really get into next year's outlook, but obviously, uplook. Let's call it an up an uplook. Up the um, but with Greer and Sills coming back, you know that's that's something that uh, begs discussion. So you got Sills, Greer, Jennings, and then Fa- Sims had a rough year. He's going to have to prove that he's someone you can He'll count. he better. Yeah, you you would believe so. Good coaching.
1: Um, four starting offensive linemen. Right. The, it, boss is a big loss but I mean when you have four guys returning right that's you got to say that's a positive yeah absolutely Almost almost no matter who you replace of course with. I mean of course this is you're gonna football. want Matt Jones to take a step forward absolutely but
0: you have those other three I mean the other two the two tackles right I, I we kept talking about their I was so happy by their pro football focus scores or college football focus right. scores or whatever they are two of the those two both um, and this is again credit to Chris Anderson and uh, the guys that uh, 24-7 sports. This is their info. Um McKivitz and Yodney are both in the top seven overall offensive linemen in the Big 12 last year. Right. And they're both back. Right tackle and left tackle. Like, man, those are bookends. You know, that is something you can really, really count on. Um, and and Colton's, he's still Yodney's a senior next year, right? But Colton's still just a junior, right? Correct. Yeah. whoo Man, so then the entire defensive line is back, including freshman All American Lamont McDougal. David Long is back. Losing Crown White is tough. You got to think, Drayvon's going to take a step forward, get back, get get used to his new leg. Mm -hmm. You know, learn to play uh, the way he needs to play now. And you know, if he's changed, if if has if his athleticism has changed one way or another. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so lots and lots and lots. To be Need Tonkery
1: Ferns to step up.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ferns coming back. Yeah. So there's. Derek
1: Pitts to, yeah, to it, step up.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a, a fun season, hopefully. One of the reasons is because so many of these quarterbacks are gone. Mayfield's gone. Um, Rudolph is gone and Hill, although Hill is, you know, not much of a th- of a threat to the Mountaineers. Um still, I mean still, so that's that a mean, starting quarterback yes, it's of, gone. of a
1: good team. Yeah. So they so gotta rebuild.
0: They um so but the Mountaineers do not, and this might be the first or most pressured season in Dana's career, right? Two thousand eleven. You mean next year's season. Next year, right, yeah. Because you got twenty eleven expectations, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. With with which comes pressure, Uh, because his first year, twenty eleven, you know, that was the last year in the Big East. I don't know how much pressure you could possibly have on a first year head coach who got the job surprisingly. You know, about a month before, right? right. He was not expecting to head coach of an you know a power five football team that year. All right, so then he takes them orange bowl 70 to 33 the next year it's their first year in the big 12 again can't be too much pressure now, obviously he had Gino and Tavon and Stedman and they were top 10 ranked uh at one point so there was lots of reason to be excited but pressure is a very specific thing um maybe Skyler's senior year when Dana was in a little bit of a hot seat but again a hot seat is different from pressure and expectation this year to next year they you know they really should probably have to compete for a Big Twelve title,
1: right? Right. I mean, yeah. There's no eight and it's four. It's time to strike.
0: There's no exactly. You have Will Bingo. Greer, and that's why. And that's why I've supported Dana for so long. Um, in my if I always if I had to just give one reason why it's always been that I believe that the Mountaineer football program is one that which has to strike when the opportunity is there. Because it's not going to be there every year. right? You know, you see Bama. We had just recruiting. Yeah, yeah you know,
1: this isn't ba- Clemson. Right. Alabama, Alabama
0: Georgia, USC, Notre Dame. Right. They're not going to get a chance every year. Yeah. But every once in a while, things like this are going to happen. A quarterback, a wide receiver, Gary Jennings, David Long. All these guys are going to be on campus at once, and you need a guy who can strike. And I believe that Dana is aggressive enough and innovative enough and connected to his players enough to
1: take to to have that right hook when the opponent's jaw is, you know what I mean? Right, and yeah. and, and they've been in the Big 12 now for long enough that they're acclimated to Big 12 play. No
0: excuses. You're right, exactly. Yeah, you know what I, I mean?
1: mean? Dana has his full Big 12 roster.
0: My children can't eat no excuses. My <laughs> daughter can't sleep in excuses. That's uh, T.I. from uh, Big Bank by Big Crit. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. One of the best songs of 2000s. That's what we'll do next week, right? All the uh, best songs of best 2017. Song. Yeah. All right. Because that is uh, to any of our returning listeners or folks who have been here. They know that our last show is uh, our New Year's show. Last show is always a special one. We drink a lot of Irish apple juice throughout the show. We pretty much play music the whole time. It gets a little out of hand, and it's going to be Micah's first exposure to the to the last show of the year. I promise there'll be no fines, there's no FCC violations. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine, but we're going to have fun next week. All right, Matt, let's come back, um, and uh, we'll do Lindsay uh, Varney when we come back. Matt, you weren't able to do this one. You're going to love hearing it. She's awesome. So, uh, yeah, great story. Yeah, absolutely. All right, ESPN 102.3 The Ticket FM. Stick around for the walkthrough.
2: You've got to have dependability when it comes to your home heat fuel supplier. And R.T. Rogers Oil Company offers just that. Superior local service with a safety first attitude. R.T. Rogers has routine routes throughout southern West Virginia. R.T. Rogers also has a total home climate service department with highly trained technicians to install and service all heating appliances, heat pumps and air conditioning. Dependable fuel delivery. Dependable service department. Dependable office staff. For totally dependable home heat service, call R.T. Rogers Oil Company. 304-466-1733.
0: ESPN 102.3, That's Ticket FM. We are back playing soul music this week, classic soul and R&B. Matt, this music reminds me of my wedding, at which you were a major part. You were not the one who dropped the bridesmaid into the cake. That was Lee. I would never do that, no. Who's Lee? (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah. Um, Anyway, Matt, as we were saying before the break, last week uh, we did a little special or had a little special a bunch of things went wrong last week.
1: Um, Nothing went wrong. It was a great show. Yeah, hey, thank you. Honestly.
0: Thank you. So, um don't even need me. <laughs> See you later. So the uh, so one of the bummers was Lindsey Varney was not able to make it, but she was able to make it this week. Uh, spoke to her yesterday. It was awesome. Uh, she's awesome. Her dad's awesome. Her mom's awesome. True Mountaineers. I was at work making making some money. Yep, feeding your kids. No, um, kids? But uh, yeah, So why don't you bring that up That was a lot of fun I think everyone's going to enjoy this Lindsay's got a great story And uh, she's a a true inspiration So uh, yeah, let's bring it up Okay, I'm very happy to be joined by the Varney family today Last week we were not able to have them on uh, Due to circumstances outside of anyone's control But the star of the show, Lindsay Varney She is a fighter She is back here today um, ready to go as any mountaineer would be. Lindsay and the Varneys, what's going on folks?
3: Hey, how are you today?
0: I am doing I right. am doing very well. Thank you so much. And just to point out, let's get everyone to say hello. We got Lindsay Varney here. Lindsay, say hello. Hello. We got Lori Varney, her mother. Hey. And we got Bill Varney, her father.
4: Let's go, Mountaineers!
0: There we go. Anyone uh, who's active on West Virginia Twitter certainly knows Bill Varney. He's uh, he's out there talking to all the Mountaineer fans, talking to us. So uh, so that that's actually how this came to be. Uh, was was talking to Bill on Twitter, and he told me about his amazing daughter, and how um, and I don't I don't want to overstated, but how she really does exemplify everything it is to be a Mountaineer. Here she is fighting a fight that uh, requires all of her, and she is really um, beating the odds as we speak. Even just being here to talk to us is a victory. So, uh, Lindsay, how are you feeling?
3: I'm feeling great. How are you?
0: I'm good. Um, So let's get into it. Why don't you tell us uh, about your story, about your fight, and uh, and about how you're winning every day.
3: Um, So last year, I had been just goofing around with one of my friends at Sam's Club, and I fell and hit my head. And Mom, like, I came home and I was fine, and my headaches just progressively got worse over a couple months. So Mom took me to uh, my family doctor, and they wanted an MRI, and the MRI like, showed that I had an inoperable brain tumor called DIPG that they gave me about 9 to 12 months to live. And um, in August, I started my radiation for six weeks. I got to come home October 12th. When we went back after, I got to stay home for a little bit. So I went back after, Monday after Thanksgiving, and I started the clinical trial on December 3rd. And um, I got, actually got kicked off of it this past July because it had grown, but the tumor had grown 30%. So I started a naturopathic way of like doing things.
0: Okay. And you said, to, you, said, like, you, said you, because, were, you were given nine months. And what month are we on right now? 16. Sixteen months. Look at that. That is awesome, Lindsay.
3: Like
0: Plug it along. Yes, absolutely plug it along. And also, you said it was DIPG that you were um, that you were diagnosed with. Now, as I said on Twitter, you know my understanding of the story. It, it seems to me like DIPG was diagnosed with you because you're the one kicking butt here. Uh, I don't think DIPG stands a chance against Lindsay Varney, if you want me to be honest. But you've, <laughs> you've also you've also kind of taken that you've you've owned that yourself, right? You've given DIPG at your own little meaning, haven't you?
3: Oh yeah, like with the tumor growing 30, percent the doctors, I pain through didn't tell us that it was gonna start grow 30, percent then stop. It it was like when they told us that it start growing that I and I was like, and I had about a couple months to live after that, and I'd be done. And here I am.
0: Look at that. After it
3: grew, like what 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 was my one episode since so, like July? Oh, was, five months after. It started growing and I it stopped growing and I'm still here and I'm doing great
0: that's awesome and as your father said to me what was it deter de- oh go ahead yeah Lindsay you say it go ahead
3: Jack came up with the saying and he always says determine I'm praising God
0: that is awesome
3: yeah
0: yeah and look at you here here that's uh fighting along so that that's that's really great um, and you cannot tell this story without the great people of of, of Princeton, West Virginia, and of St. Jude in um, in Memphis, right?
3: Oh yes, um, the the, commu- the support of the commu- Princeton community I showed us is just unbelievable. Especially like everybody, but the high school, like they did pep rallies and they <laughs> timed me during them. It was just honestly, I couldn't have asked for anything else. Um, I've met a lot of, and also I've met a lot of people at St. Jude. Um, I didn't personally meet him, and he didn't actually go to St. Jude, but there's this um, boy, he's 17 years old, his name is Bryson, he was diagnosed with DIPG, and he's not doing very good right now at all, and I was just like everybody, just pray for him to
0: Look at that, Look, see, that, that's, that's the beauty of this uh, of this whole thing, Lindsay, and that's, you know, this is, I'm not surprised to hear you speak like that after the way your father described you, but uh, that's the Mountaineer way, you know. Here you are having a fight of your own, thinking of other people as you're as you're going through this, and I just think that's uh, that's wonderful. Say that young man's name one more time.
3: Huh? Bryson. Bryson. Bryson.
0: Okay. Bryson Riker? Mm-hmm.
3: Bryson Ricker.
0: Perfect. So, folks, if you're the praying type, send up a prayer for Bryson, and if you're not, just keep him in your thoughts. Do whatever you can. And there actually is um, there is a way people c- can 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 do something here. Um, they can help out St. Jude. Uh, St. Jude does incredible work. And could always use the help. Um, Lori, why don't you tell us where they can go to uh, help out St. Jude? It's
3: um, stjude.org slash donate.
0: That's uh, that's that's absolutely wonderful. Uh, thank you for that. All right, Bill. So when we were talking, you told me that uh, Lori, uh, excuse me, that Lindsay had just started going to her Mountaineer games. You, of course, if you follow your uh, your Twitter handle, you're the number one WVU fan there is. So that's awesome. Um, but you guys had just started started going to games with, with Lindsay at, uh, at Mountaineer Field, right?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I'd say the year before all this came about, uh, Lindsay probably went to six or seven games, which me and her mom went to four of them with her. Awesome. Uh, I think one of the probably one of the funnest games we went to, and however, it didn't end up so well, but we had a blast. Uh, we went to the TCU game when Clinton. When Clint Trickett actually, the guy tried to twist.
0: Yes, I was there, Bill. I, I was there. We, 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 you know, we were probably right next to each other. Didn't even know it. I was there too. One play, just but, one play at the end there.
4: Yes, but it, I tell you, it was so fun though, and I believe that that was Lindsey's first experience with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: got
3: up on. It.
0: <laughs> that was is awesome. Behind the.
4: He got a little carried away, and I think he actually puked on Lindsay's. Uh, oh, she! Oh, so she!
0: So she experienced. She experienced someone else's alcohol.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
0: anyhow,
4: that's okay. It was all in fun. Absolutely. He did apologize. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well, it's great. Uh, I
4: got another story. Oh, let's hear it. Go on, on. Yeah. Right, really quick. Um, now the first time that I had ever been to Mountaineer Field, I um, was. My father-in-law was at uh, WVU um, Ruby Memorial, and we were up there, and the spring, the spring game was going on, the Blue-Gold game. So me and my son, Billy Jack, at the time, he was, uh, he was eight at the time. We go over to the stadium to the Blue-Gold game, and we were sitting up in the stands, and Coach Rich Rod, a lot of people probably boo on that. But,
0: uh, <laughs> Not me. No, we're, Rich we're pro-Rich Rod on the walkthrough.
4: Okay. So, Coach Rich Rod, he was, um, he was actually up in the stands letting fans call play. And <laughs> I told Billy, Jack, I said, uh, I said go down toward the steps. It was probably about 50, 75 feet from where we were sitting. I said, go down toward the steps. I said, I'm telling you, Coach Rich Rod, he's going to look up and see you. And he's going to let you call some plays. So, sure as the world. He looks up and sees Billy Jack and Coach Rendtrod come up there and let him call. You know, several plays. Uh,
1: Get out. I don't
4: exactly remember the plays and who was on the field. I do know that they scored a touchdown, and I would imagine that uh, I know that Owen Schmidt and Pat White and Steve Slayton was on the on the roster then. So, right. I, I feel like that they was probably involved. Then. Hey, look! If
0: it, if it was a touchdown, I'm sure Pat White, Steve Slayton, and Owen Schmidt were involved. They were involved in a lot of touchdowns. <laughs>
1: So oh, yes exactly uh, yeah exactly
0: right yeah so, so that is that is awesome and it's great um, it's great just uh, hearing these stories from a, from a mountaineer family it's uh, you know West Virginia the sports of West Virginia the university and just the state together. It just offers so much for people to rally around, and it's great to see that uh, the football team, and really all the sports teams, because I know you follow them all. It's great to see that they all uh, they give you guys something to do, something, oh, yes. uh you right. know, like I said, something to rally around. So we got something really to rally around. Here we got the bowl game coming up, Mountaineers with a chance to finish up strong against a Power Five opponent, uh, Pac twelve Utah. Um, how you feeling, Bill? And how you got, How's everyone feeling about this game? Are we feeling good about the Mountaineers chances?
4: Well, well, I feel like I know we're definitely going to win. There you and, go. um I feel like we're going to show just a little bit of mercy on them. I think it's going to be 44 West Virginia.
0: forty-four, seventeen, 17 and tis the season for mercy. So hat tip to the Mountaineers for not making it too ugly. All right, Lori, let's hear your score. We'll finish up with the star of the show, Lindsay. But, Lori, how you feeling about your Mountaineers?
3: Oh, I think that we're going to beat them by at least 20. Absolutely.
0: Excellent. Oh, this is good. Lots of positive feelings here from the Varneys. I, I appreciate this. I appreciate it. All right, Lindsay, you're up here. Let me hear your score. And um, let's make it count.
3: Seventy to thirty-three. 30. Oh That's
0: my awesome. god! <laughs> Look at that—a little, a little taste of history there. That's awesome. Seventy to thirty-three—one of the most famous scores in the history of Mountaineer football—and it would be a thrill to get a, a another one of them up on the board. We'll see if Chris Chuganov probably can uh, can lead the boys to seventy points. So, guys, so we have three. We have three picks for the Mountaineers here Matt and I have not made our picks yet But I assure you that we'll be adding to that number or Actually I can't speak for Matt But I know I've, I have a strong West Virginia lean here But alright folks thank, <laughs> th- thank you so much for joining us I know you guys have a lot going on I know Lindsay um, has some uh, it, it, You know is, is like I said In the fight of her life And thankfully um, she is winning So Lindsay you are an inspiration to Mountaineers everywhere And uh, you are a Mountaineer yourself So thank you so much for setting a great example
3: Thank you for
0: having me. All right. It's absolutely my pleasure. Bill, you know, you and I will be talking. We always talk. I'll see you on Twitter. And, Lori, it was great getting to know you through this.
3: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: All right. My pleasure. Lindsay, keep up the fight, girl. I'm cheering for you.
3: Thank you so much. I don't plan on back and down.
0: That's my girl. That's my girl. All right, folks, stick around. We'll be back. This is ESPN 102.3, The Ticket FM
3: cool fall days means football soccer sweaters and your favorite blue jeans the perfect accessory is a cup of fresh coffee and fresh pastries the bake shop in uptown beckley is known for daily lunch specials fresh baked goods cookies brownies and cakes stop by the bake shop for yourself meet someone for lunch or both the bake shop on neville street in uptown beckley open monday through friday 8 to 4.
0: ESPN 102.3, the Ticket FM. This is the walkthrough. And you can blame it on a boogie. Um, Michael Jackson rules, man. Um, all right, like I said, yesterday was a big day for the Mountaineers signing day. One of, if not the best classes in Mountaineer history that, um, is beginning to be put together. Obviously, things are not wrapped up yet, but uh, yesterday was uh, some, they took some big steps forward. And uh, we're going to have Skylar Callahan on here uh, to. Break down the class for us. He did a great job uh, with the coverage on Twitter and elsewhere yesterday. Scott what's going on?
2: Not much, guys. Glad to be part of the show and uh, can't wait to talk about this class. It's oh, be a good one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for giving us your time. I know it's a busy time of year for you. Um, so before we get into it, why don't you let people know uh, where they can find your work?
2: Absolutely. So you can find me at WNation.com. I'm the owner over there. And I uh, just recently joined Blue Gold Sports and kind of partnered up with them. So w Nation and Blue Gold Sports are going to be working hand-in-hand when it comes to all the recruiting. I'll be in charge of the, the whole recruiting information. So you can find all of our recruiting information on WVU Wire, which is part of USA Today. And then you can follow me on my personal hander at DVN Callahan. So every now and then I'll be tweeting some some stuff off my personal account when it comes to the
0: recruiting. Excellent, excellent. And if you're part of the uh, Blue Gold Sports family – then you're part of our family too. We uh, love those guys, been working with them for three years now and look forward to more years in the future. So, um, all right, so let's get to it. This has been a special class uh, kind of from the start. There was always a, a certain energy, you know, the whole take me home 18 thing, like really clicked, you know, in this new, you know, social media age, although it's not that new anymore. Um, really, it just takes sometimes things click and it did seem, from the beginning, like from a macro level, that this class was clicking that and that things were working together in the Mountaineers' favor, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing that I really picked up on with this recruiting class more than any other that I've ever covered is how well these guys are. just they, They're well-mannered. They talk with with confidence. They believe in themselves. They're going big. Every, every single recruiter I've talked to believes that this team could win a Big 12 championship, maybe even a national championship. And some people may think that they're crazy for thinking that, but again, if you're not thinking that way, why are you even doing it?
0: So, Absolutely right. I
2: love this this recruiting class's attitude and their and they and the one thing again that I, that I've seen with this class and I have not seen with any other class is once they become a mountaineer and they say that they have committed to West Virginia, they go, they're going out there and help recruiting themselves. So this is really cool. Something that I've seen, you know, early on with the earlier commits like James committer Sam James, Bryce Wheaton every time someone picks up at a West Virginia offer, they're recruiting them just as hard as the coaches are. So pretty cool to see something like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, uh, I, I, you know, I saw that same thing. I'm sure everyone did. Anyone who's active on Twitter saw a lot of times these guys reaching out to other people. Um, J.C. Rogers is another one of those guys who did a nice job. Um, yes. You know, and we're on, still waiting on him. Absolutely, still waiting on him. There's a couple guys, guys we're still waiting on, but let's focus for now. Let's get started with the guys that actually did sign today. Who sticks out to you? Who are you really excited about? And were there any surprises?
2: Uh, as far as surprises, I really don't think so. Um, obviously, we lost Alex Williams, the defensive line commit to Ohio State. Didn't really see that one coming. That one really blindsided me, You know, especially with Urban Meyer at the last second, saying you're basically plan C and Alex Williams buying it. So that was a definite surprise. Uh, maybe Dominique Harrison not flipping from Arizona State to West Virginia was probably my biggest surprise. I really felt that talking to him over the weekend that he was going to be coming to West Virginia. He decides to stick out uh, with the Sun Devils in Arizona State. But as far as the guys that I'm excited about, I mean, obviously you can talk about the highly rated guys like Quantel, range the safety out of Aliquippa, the defensive end Dante stills out of Fairmont. But some of the hidden gems I really feel in this class are going to be guys like TJ Banks, the tight end, who is just – he's college ready now. When you look at him, his his body is college ready. Looks like LeBron James. Now, whether he's game ready is a completely different (laughs) Mm – you know, that's a completely different, you know, monster. But he's one. Sam James is another. I think he just jumps off the film at you. And, honestly, one other one I'm going to say is the Nigerian nightmare on Yuve Uzabu. This kid just turned 17, right. he's the youngest kid yes. in this class. So he's going to be a develop, de- de- developmental guy. Maybe get him a red shirt, and by year two or three, this kid could be an outstanding offensive tackle.
0: They've shown that they can develop guys. They can. They can. They can find. You know. Body types and and athleticism in guys and they can develop it. We were just talking about earlier in the show. Yodney and Colton are two guys they developed. You know these are not four star, five star guys. You know, uh-huh. um, these are guys that that sat back, learned, um, and and are now playing. I tell you the one that I'm really excited about, and it's you know it's at the marquee position. So of course you're going to be excited, but it's Trey Lowe. And the part of the reason I'm so excited about that is they really now, for the first time in a long time, the Mountaineers have a real nice succession succession plan set up here. Yes, you know, you got Will Greer coming back next year. You got Jack Ellison going to be eligible after a very successful scout team season. You know, uh, learning and playing uh, every day. Um, you know, but so now he's going to be. Now you can you can red shirt low with with confidence because you got David Israel who is back now Chuganov's going to be back you know you got you've got now a really healthy quarterback room and and it's the, it's the result of just you know two back-to-back recruiting classes now Jack Allison is a non-traditional recruit of course more he's a transfer but but getting low um to getting low here, keeping him against a rush of of four SEC schools. If you you know if the, if the reports are accurate, and I guess it's wrong to call the reports. These are words from Spavidal's mouth that four SEC schools came calling in the last three days for for Trey Lowe, and here he is signed today. Uh, but kind of a juxtaposition about that about the quarterback room is is the cornerbacks. Um, there seems to be uh, there, if there's disappointments. You mentioned Harrison. Um, if there's any disappointment, it's it's in that cornerback position, right? That's something that they're probably they're probably not done there, right?
2: Yeah, I would have to assume, and they really missed out on their two biggest targets over the last right. week and a half or so: with Jeremy Webb and him going to Virginia Tech, Harrison Stick with Arizona State. So, do not expect West Virginia to be done when it comes to these guys at the secondary or corner, because I, I still feel that obviously we're waiting on J.C. Rogers still. But there's also going to be some, some junior college kids that they're going to be looking at. Now, who? I'm not really sure. There may be some more offers coming their way. But you've got to think, with as thin and, and depleted as they already are, they're going to be losing Elijah Battle and Mike Daniels. So they're going to have to still add a couple of guys here in this class.
0: Well, I think the uh, the clearest indication of how thin they are and and how not done they are is you could make the argument that Harrison and Webb... Would have been competing for starting positions. You know, like, to, you know, the, yes, they did miss out on two recruits, but that's not, they, those are not two guys that they figured, okay, we'll get them here, we'll redshirt them by year three, they'll be playing. These were guys they counted on to, uh, to play right away. Uh, but the, uh, again, back and forth now on the offensive line, you mentioned Uzebu, but he's not alone. There's other guys along the offensive line. The Mountaineers really seem to be setting themselves up well there, right?
2: Yeah, they got got uh, Blaine Scott, the offensive lineman out of Ohio. He flipped from Ole Miss to West Virginia. I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, and w- what he told me over the phone was, you know, him and Coach Wickline have a great relationship. He feels that the coaching stability was much stronger. at West Virginia, obviously, and he was not afraid to admit that. So that's going to be a good uh, spot for, for him to come in to West Virginia, compete for a, a spot at one of the guard spots here as a true freshman. Don't know if he'll get to play, but then you got to uh, also Bryson Mays, which is Woodrow Lowe's uh teammate. Right. Actually. Yep. So mm-hmm. yep. This this is a good thing to to have uh with familiarity when it comes to your offensive line. You gotta be able to trust those guys up front. And I think Lowe's are gonna be able to have that with one guy.
0: Okay. Now we've uh we, we've touched on a few other things. Now we can get to the headliners. Obviously these are not uh these these are names Mountaineer fans have known for a long time. Dante Stills, Quantel Reigns. Um, you know, there has been a trend over the last few years of really getting a few blue chip guys. And Reigns and Stills fit that mold. Uh, you know, I think sometimes because Stills is a West Virginia guy, it's it's natural to think of him as, yeah, oh, he's a home he's a homegrown kid, you know, he's going to come in here fight for playing time, you know, he's someone you can get behind. He he's a star. Is what Stills, Stills yeah. is. He just happens to be from West Virginia. And the same thing about Reigns. Got to be really excited about those guys.
2: Exactly. And you got a real feel from the fan base last year that West Virginia really whiffed on keeping the in-state talent home. You, yes. know, you had Dorian Etheridge you go to Louisville. You had uh, Riley Locklear go to Tennessee. One guy go to LSU. Billy Ross go to North Carolina. So they really only kept one guy, and that was Dariq Pitts. So right. they had to get Dante Stills this year, I really felt, to kind of keep that in-state thing going. And Dante Stills, he's going to be a great player. He's going to have an opportunity to come in as a true freshman and play a bunch of football. Now, he won't start week one, but do not be surprised if by week seven, week eight, he's pushing for someone's job. And same thing with Quantel Reigns. Now, I do think Quantel will have a, a very good chance to start week one against Tennessee. I don't know if it will happen, right. but and I think we'll see kind of maybe a similar path that we saw with Kenny Robbins.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've shown the, the, the willingness to play – the best player back there in that defensive backfield, yes. uh, especially at the safety position. It, the, there's so many ways to get on the field for a safety at West Virginia, which really makes it no surprise that they've been able to attract top talent and develop top talent and send top talent to the NFL because the 3 5 really allows them to play a ton of guys, a ton of snaps, um, and yeah, I would I would not be surprised about uh, Quantel Reigns playing pretty much right away and then so at linebacker you've got josh chandler charlie benton um neither of those guys expected to to contribute right away right more de- developmental guys looking to add some depth behind what's going to be a, a veteran group next year
2: yeah I, I would think so um benton may get the the edge when it comes to playing or who's going to play first but do not sleep on joshua chandler this kid is unbelievable and I know some of the reports lately have been saying they remind him of David Long. I had that comparison for the last year and a half on this
0: kid. so maybe he will play. Exactly, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, he is exactly like David Long when I watch his film. He shoots the gaps t- really fast. He's a sure tackler. He, he wraps up per- picture perfect. He is an undersized kid, but he is he's, he doesn't look like it on tape. He looks much bigger than he plays. He's going to be a hell of a linebacker for West Virginia in the next couple of years. He, and, he may redshirt. Right. Well, yeah, I was going to say even 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 long
0: Yeah, even long redshirted. Um, yes, you know,
2: he, he's, he's, even he redshirted. Right. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know he's still like you said, shooting a gap type player. Not undersized, but you know not the biggest guy. Takes those guys uh, short. Right. Yeah. Stocky. Yeah.
1: yeah you got to prove that you. That, Hopefully, he has that killer yeah. instinct though. Right. That's, yes. That's oh, amazing. long
0: special. And, and it, you know, Mountaineer fans are lucky to have him. I can't wait to see his his uh, season next year. Um, so wide receiver did a real nice job uh finishing strong with Dylan Spaulding last night, um, or late in the day. You already mentioned Sam James, Bryce Wheaton, you've got to feel pretty good about that group, right?
2: Yeah, we do. And you know, I, I still don't even think that they could be done at this position too. I I don't know who what's really left out there on the board, but again, look at the junior college route, West Virginia's like to dabble in that uh, the oh, last of course. couple of years of receivers, so yeah. I would not be surprised to to maybe see another move there, a wide receiver. But, yeah, strong class so far. And, really, all four wide receivers play different style of, of receivers. So, this is really a good mixture of receivers that West Virginia got.
0: There's three guys that said, we already mentioned J.C. Rogers. There's three guys, uh, he's one of them, that have pushed this back till February. Tavis Lee, um, other is Angus Davies, a kicker. Obviously, you need kickers. Um, but I'm sure people more curious about Rogers and Lee. How do you feel about them? Do you think they're strong West Virginia commits?
2: Yeah, I, I really do. J, Jace Rogers, he's he's all about West Virginia. He was retweeting the other West Virginia commits, you know, signing their letters of intent yesterday as well. So I, I would feel that he's pretty strong on on West Virginia. Every time I've talked to him, it does, doesn't give me any conflicting ways or anything like that. But yeah, I think he's good, and I think Tavis Lee, just being an in-state kid, I think it means a lot to him. So I, I wouldn't be too worried if I were West Virginia fans. All
0: right. So overall, it's um, you know a good class. It's as it, you know sometimes it, things can be a little anticlimactic because you, these guys are committed for so long, and then signing day comes and they sign. But um, the class lives up to your expectations. Right, Mountaineers have lots to be excited about. This is as good a class as as they've been told it is.
2: Definitely. I mean, this is definitely the class uh, of the ages. I would say for West Virginia. I mean, they're never going to have a top five recruiting class, but they're but they're making their way their way up the charts. And this is just really every, they what they needed is pretty much everything that they got. And they built depth along the along the offensive and defensive line they added depth to receiver which they much rather or which they really did need for sure and then they they're definitely trying to get that quarterback going so yep yeah th- that, this yeah. is an all-around very good class, and I think feel like they hit every single spot that they were going at
0: yeah this uh this this quarterback transition is as good as it's been since they went from from Pat White to Jarrett Brown to Geno Smith, so they got that thing figured out. So that, you don't
1: you don't foresee the the inevitable fall of their recruiting class ranking? Oh, once we they become Mountaineers, yeah, right, right. To, to oh well, you know what? After after, after all, these guys aren't had to they good. drop a star. They're, yeah, you know, right. They're yeah, they're all forty. Yeah. yeah, now it's the forty fifth class, the, right. Yeah, it's yeah. the fortieth rank. Yeah, we'll see. But you know what? The only thing that matters is
0: what what has continued to matter, and that's player development, and they do a good job. So I'm sure we'll see a few got few of these guys playing on Sunday because that is the new Mountaineer tradition since the dana years have begun
2: that's exactly right i I just i'm really in love with these kids and i I think they're going to be pretty special and and like uh junior Zabu said he's expecting a a big 12 championship national championship so (laughs) that is wonderful fans fans you got to get ready for it it's going to be fun
0: absolutely all right scholar thank you so much we'll continue to follow your work and we'll see you on twitter dude
2: all right no problem guys thank you for having me on again
0: yep you got it thanks all right, folks, that was Skylar Callahan of the many different places that he said Blue Gold Sports, W Nation, Heartland, uh, Wall Street Journal, Science Today, and Parent Magazine. Uh, he is everywhere. Nature. Yes. Mm-hmm. London Times. National Geographic. Mm. Um, all right. So, yeah, so that was awesome. Stick around. We'll be back to uh, wrap things up or we'll see how it goes. ESPN 102.3. What? What's wrong, Matt? Matt's making faces. Music's all janky. You move, move! It's all, it's all gobbledygook. Yeah, Listen to that? Ah, oh, that doesn't sound good. Fix it, man. Fix it. I'll here. talk about. Hold something. on, I gotta press the, the yellow button. No, I'll tell the people about. You get this fixed. I'm gonna tell them about how I am the owner of two litecoins now, folks. So if you have, if you need any like life coaching sessions, any financial advice, I'm. I pretty much have it all figured out. I'm invested in the crypto game, the cryptocurrency game. And it's been about three days now, and I've only lost $130. So I really have this whole thing figured
1: out. I was just going to say, I don't have this music figured out, but you have no clue what you're talking about. (laughs) Are we clear? I made made $47 on Bitcoin. Matt
0: made $47 on Bitcoin. That is what? Matt, what's that? That's like. I'm a $47 heir. Yeah, that's like five times more than I made. That's awesome. Um,. No, I got that wrong, I think. That's why I lose money when I invest. Negative five. Right. Um, all right. And even that's not right, I don't think. No. Anyway, okay, folks. Stick around for uh, better. If you, can, if you can bear it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If you've got nothing better to do, stick around. ESPN 102.3 The Ticket FM. This is the walkthrough.
2: Hi, Coach Bob Huggins here at your local Little General store. As I travel this great state, it's nice to know almost everywhere I go, Little General's there to serve me. From gas to groceries, and let's not forget their delicious New River coffee. Little General stores have taken convenience to a whole new level. Great prices and convenient places say it all. Shop your local Little General store today and tell them Hug sent you.
0: PN 102.3 The Ticket FM This is the walkthrough Thanks for coming back Espen 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 Espen. Um, Yeah thanks for sticking around We're back to wrap things up Um, Matt we didn't uh, I forgot to ask We forgot to ask So I blame both of us Forgot to ask Skylar About
1: uh, Letty Brown Letty Brown Yeah Who just just joined the squad Yep Last night Yep Yep Welcome Uh, aboard Welcome aboard Letty it um, looks like another one
0: of those uh, little little water bugs, you know, little scatbacks the Mountaineers get from time to
1: time. He's, uh, yeah, he, he looks exciting. Yeah, he's he's quick. He's powerful. He's with Mountaineers, their brand of football. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, lots of reasons to be excited about this
0: recruiting class. Um, before we get into our dynamite Utah breakdown, you know, what, I'm I'm concerned that the higher ups, the big wigs at the Mothership ESPN, they're probably just going to hear this, hear this ball breakdown and use it on all their platforms. Right, yeah. So I'm glad that our people are getting to hear it first. Yeah. But before we
1: get into that. I know that. Jake Trotters, he's checking in with, yes. with what we're doing. Yeah,
0: He's going he, he wants to hear us. So yeah. It's coming up. we got some good stuff. Max, but Max Olson makes all of his predictions.
1: Absolutely. Based off of our... our
0: the So the women's basketball team, number nine in the country, um, for the last <laughs> few years has been one of my favorite teams at the school because they win, and they win a lot, and they um, have great players, and, and Mike has done a great job. But so you was, play favorites, huh? I do play favorites, Man. yes, yes. So anyway, great. so Mike Carey was complaining or mentioned in a in, a, in the um, post-game press conference about how he has the number nine team in the country, and they can't break a thousand fans in the stands. <clears throat> and I just want to say that if there's one thing that I would really like to see in Morgantown. Something that I think West Virginia could do that would set it apart from other schools is I would really like the school, the fan base. And I, I don't expect the students to do it. Heck, they, don't, they barely even support the football team. But the people of West Virginia, I would really like to see an increase in support for these Olympic non-revenue sports. Um, you saw it last year kicking the, off. The with, Title
1: IX sports. Right, yeah. Pretty much. The,
0: um, the, you saw it last year with the baseball team. Uh, they got... You know they started to win, so they were getting great support. But let's get out to these wrestling matches. Let's get to the to the basketball games. You know, let's get to the volleyball games, and you know, watch go to some of the gymnastics tournaments and stuff like that. That'd be a neat thing to uh, to set you know Mountaineer athletics apart. Would be many sports to go see. Absolutely. You
1: know, if you're sitting around on a Saturday afternoon, yes,
0: doing nothing, you're
1: like, oh, what am I going to do? I don't know. Yeah,
0: go to a volleyball game. Yeah,
1: go to. Why not? Go to a softball game. Go to S- stop by country meet and here, here, cheer here people right. on. Exactly. That yes. Are running.
0: Yeah. Just, yes. Exactly.
1: The um it doesn't matter if you know what's going on. Exactly. This
0: is another. Uh, this is not an ad either. Go to Schmidt's, Get some. Uh, get some fried pepperoni rolls and then go to a game. You know. So anyway, that's my thoughts on that. All right, Matt. Let's get down to this breakdown. As you have, as you may have heard in the opening segment, we reached out. We reached out to a bunch of people from Utah, a bunch of people that cover, uh, that claim to cover the Utes, okay? And none of them wanted to come on the air and talk about their team. So to steal a, um, uh, what's not, not a gimmick, but to, to, to steal um, a thing that the Raspy Voice kids do when they talk about who they hate or why they hate who they hate. So why I hate Utah is because none of those bums would come on the air to, to talk about their six and six lowly football team. So we're going to talk about them for them, okay? Matt, you ready to do this? So let's start with I'm your ready. Schedule, oh, right?
1: yeah. let's- me. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. ready. I mean, if you asked me to come on the show okay, and talk about so these Utah bums, youth football So, so these
0: bums, they start out four and ready. They start out four and zero. Okay. <laughs> Big win over North Dakota. Not even North Dakota State. They don't even got the guts to play North Dakota State. because nah, they would have lost. Right, okay. So they play North Dakota. Then they beat BYU. I think BYU had zero wins this year. BYU is got awful yeah. this year. I feel bad for it. Then they beat San Jose State by about 100 points. San Jose State hasn't been good since Jeff Garcia, so that's nothing. Then they beat Arizona. Okay. Arizona, their coach is distracted. He just thinks about what used to be. dreams about home. You know, thinks you know the school that got away, so yeah. they, it wasn't even. How focused.
1: can I find another Pat White? Exactly, he kind of, exactly. of did. He though, kind of did. Yeah, he's
0: excited about Doesn't that. Doesn't matter, kid, Khalil Tate. So then they lose four in a row. Tough slate there: Stanford, USC, Arizona State, Oregon. But um, worth
1: noting that they lost close games. Whatever, nah,
0: whatever. They probably look stupid. All right, fine. It's not. I, I didn't worth even noting, watch any of I'm the sorry. games. I didn't I watch I didn't any watch of those four games, games but yeah. I can tell you the Utah Utes looked real stupid. You know what I mean? Like they were falling all over themselves, couldn't complete a pass. Maybe I don't quite know, mm-hmm. but looking at considering they lost four in a row, they probably did it in a pretty stupid fashion. All right, and then they beat UCLA forty-eight seventeen. That's tough because I like Josh Rosen and I kind of want my Giants to draft him. But again, they only won by thirty-one points, and if they were any good, they would have won by thirty-two or more. At least that's my opinion. So mm-hmm. that so that game itself, even in their victories, they prove how how much they stink. Right. All right. Then they lose. They lose to Washington State and Washington, okay, back-to-back weeks. Okay, you get two chances to uh, beat. These,
1: these are the close games I was talking about. They only lose close games to good teams, so it sounds like the bowl game is going to be close. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. But also, you play Washington State and Washington. They're both from the same state, and you get a second chance the, the week after, and you still can't even do it. Right, like, you scouted the whole
1: state yeah, you got the, at right, this point. <laughs>
0: exactly. That tells me that this team doesn't have the, the, the <clears throat> discipline, the focus that is
1: necessary. No, to beat they wouldn't them. even beat Eastern Washington.
0: Right, they couldn't even beat Eastern Washington. Right, exactly. That's what I'm getting at okay so clearly they're they they can't beat anyone from washington which is concerning then they play colorado i they mean beat, puget sound has a chance good team of beating them good team then they beat colorado i did not watch that game either but um, if I remember correctly, Colorado, we all know
1: Colorado, stinks. They were only allowed to play with eight players that game. <laughs> I think is what happened. They so Colorado, and this is true. Remember, they had to ask players to come down from the. <laughs> and they said no. They got all the guys with their shirts off.
0: <laughs> right. At the, the game. Yeah, there's little guys.
1: As you expect. Right. Not able. To so
0: play. yeah. So if that's my. If my memory serves me correctly, in the Colorado game, Colorado was forced to field fans. On, and only eight of them at a time, and it was shirtless dudes. And they and they still scored 13 points against Utah. So Utah's defense is terrible. So then they have the bowl game against West Virginia. Now, West Virginia is a school, it's a proud school, proud tradition. The re, the roster is populated by solid citizens and hard workers. So when you put that up against the bums that play for Utah, whose media doesn't even have the guts to come on West Virginia Air and talk about their team, I've got to think that it's Kind of going to be a bloodbath here, all right. And if it's not, if Utah wins, then I think that's just evidence that they cheated. You know? Well,
1: yeah. I mean. I
0: mean. Right. So let's look at like so if we if we break down the 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 performance of the Utes, okay. So we got Troy Williams, who is the who is the starter, I think, because I looked at the box score of the last game and he started that and threw every pass, okay. <laughs> but there's a guy Tyler Huntley, who had a two hundred and eighty-six. uh passes compared to just 110 for Troy Williams so Tyler Huntley may have suffered an injury that's what I'm gathering here okay so nothing against him we're gonna make no Tyler Huntley jokes Troy Williams 60 for 110 with two touchdowns to four interceptions so anytime this guy throws a touchdown he's also going to throw two interceptions so I'm hoping that, he, that that at least he throws a touchdown pass or two in the bowl game so that the Mountaineers can pile up some picks take them back to the end zone 54 percent completion percentage terrible terrible Leading rusher Zach Moss just over a thousand yards, um, but like I said, we just went over that schedule, and you know they were playing against teams that only had eight guys on the field. So again, not impressed. They don't have a single wide receiver with over a thousand yards. The Mountaineers had seven this year, I think, somewhere near there. So point 17. is seventeen. So point yards. is. So point is. I'm sorry that we couldn't get anyone out here to, to to break the team down for you, but I do feel comfortable that we've given you an accurate picture of what you can expect for the Utah Utes, mm-hmm. okay? So I say Mountaineers are going to win this one pretty easily, 35-21. And I also want to say that if they do not, I don't really care because it's the Zaxby's heart of Dallas Bowl um, against a 6-6 six and six Utah team, and the only thing I can really think about is 2018 with Will Greer and David Sills coming back.
1: yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. a little
0: Let's bit. talk about that. Okay, so what, Matt? Give me your score for the Hartsby for um, the the Zach, Zach of
1: Zach of Houston. Zach's right. heart in Dallas is a bowl, right? Um, I'd say the score is. Gonna, where's Brianne when you need it? Yeah, seriously. All right, Mountaineers are going to score, and I'm I'm putting my professional reputation on this prediction.
0: Wait, here. you are putting your professional reputation, your professional one? Yeah, my oh professional. Oh my gosh! One. Oh yeah. my gosh! That's more valuable than my li- than my light
1: coins. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, so, my, my call here, and I'm putting it all on the line, I guarantee accuracy here. Okay. West Virginia is going to score 53 points. All right. And Utah's going to score three. Three points. Yeah, fifty-three to three. And I bet you that's that's a Mountaineer field goal
0: that gets that just gets misattributed to. Well, no one's it, even paying attention, and they're going to kick it backwards. <laughs> yeah, just just for fun. Yeah, just to rub it in their face. That's called
1: the mule kick.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah. So that's my breakdown. That's Matt's breakdown. I think we have pretty much everything covered. Um, Utah stinks. Their players stink. Their coaches stink. Their media stinks. Their fans kind of stink. Everybody, everybody kind of stinks. Yeah, yeah, and
1: yeah they, they haven't showered in a while. Yeah, and the Mountaineers don't. So you got nothing to worry Ky- about. Kyle Whittingham is ten and one in bowl games.
0: Dude, I keep hearing that. That means he's due for a loss. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so, yeah, so it's coming. It
1: means he plays in bowls like the Zarksby's. The Zarksby's ball. The Zarksby's right for an Irish row.
0: Uh, Matt, how much time do we have, by the way?
1: Because I did want to talk uh, about we basketball. We got a couple wanna... minutes here, about four minutes. Okay, all right. You give me some strong hand less. signals.
0: Give me some strong hand I signals. Will. I will. Do, because I'm done with Utah. I, I want to beat them and then never think of them
1: again. Um, if your face is bleeding after these strong hand signals, I apologize.
0: <laughs> right, that is true. Um, so the men last night, Coppin State. Obviously, yeah. uh, took them to, to town. Took them town. They took care of business, even, yeah. right?
1: Remember yeah. when it was eighteen seventeen in that game?
0: Yes, right. Yes.
1: That didn't. And last then long. it wasn't.
0: Yeah. It wasn't. Uh, Teddy Allen, twenty four points, nine right. rebounds. Right.
1: Big showing.
0: Hey, look, I'm excited Shooting about him. Shooting the ball, he he can back his offensive boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can put the ball in the basket. He's just a, a natural scorer. And you know we keep talking about it, but with. Issa coming back, and, I, and I th- I'm happy with the phrasing that I said to you off-air. I'm going to stick with that for a little. The team doesn't need him, but they could use him. And I just think he's going, right. to, uh, is going to help just transform that, the, the team a little bit. They're going to be more physical. They're going to be more dynamic. We'll have more options on offense, more options off the glass. I think the team really has a chance to, uh, to do some damage I mean, in the Big
1: 12. They're a top-ten team without him. Right, that makes yeah. them. What are they with, um, yeah. with them? Seriously, I, it, it seems like a misattribution. Right, that they're yeah. a top ten team right now, but that's just the state of college basketball, I guess. There's a lot of rusty, or not even rusty, just young and not very experienced teams. teams. Well, look, I mean, the, the Big Twelve is mean, the- Carter and Daxter Miles, really. Are carrying the team well. They right separate now. them with, right with Asa back. It, that's going to be yep. it's going to be a nice presence down low. The
0: the the Big Twelve I think is a nice microcosm of every of what's happening. There's a lot of the Big Twelve is the best conference in the country. It appears it's full of right. good, It's full of good teams, six all ranked right? teams right now. Yeah, and the Mountaineers are the highest ranked of them all. So the entire nation is deep but not top heavy. You know, there's a real chance. I mean, which team have we seen so far that? That is, I mean, Nova looks really, really good. They got a lot of shooters and and ball handlers. M- right, might not have, might maybe wouldn't be a great matchup for the Mountaineers, but
1: right. Michigan State looks real good.
0: Yeah, but yeah, right, but not unbeatable. You know what I mean? It's not right. like there's the not like there was a Kentucky like the Kentucky that everyone's talking about right. coming to Morgantown or That's, how
1: good Duke's supposed to be. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The, yeah, this is a nice year for the Mountaineers to be a veteran team with a game-changing player. Like, there's, there's lots of teams against whom I would feel comfortable the Mountaineers would beat only because of the presence of Javon. You know, it's okay here. This is two good teams. They both have weaknesses and strengths, but the Mountaineers have Javon They'd Carter. They're be the best player. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'm excited about that. I'm um, looking forward to Big 12 conference play kicking off after. Um, after the Fordham game, open up Friday the 29th, against Oklahoma State, and that's you know that's a nice way to kick off the season. Oklahoma yeah. State is a fun Big opponent. Twelve play in general. Is gonna yeah, be it's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely, going to be Spelled great. Spelled so. by a
1: Kentucky game too. Yeah, it's, it's neat.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Um, did we mention oh.
1: wrestling? Uh, uh, oh yeah we, did. Yeah, Tech yeah, we did. Okay, we, but, yeah, we yeah, did. But we'll yeah, mention that again. Seems like forever that's go. another
0: one. You know what I mean? Those you can watch them. That's a the way, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure that's a way. But you can watch that. You know, you watch. You can watch that. What else you going to do? Put it on put it on the yeah, laptop it's a Friday night yeah, just 7 o'clock what else are you gonna hey, do what else you gonna do um, so there you go um, alright folks thank you very much for listening as always last uh, next week is our last show of the year it's always bittersweet um, but we're looking forward to uh, wrapping it up with uh, a fun show alright ESPN 102.3 the ticket FM this was the walkthrough